The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Contact our rural sales advisors today. Colliersrural.co.nz. Out of Farm Advisors New Zealand, Ag Safe New Zealand, joining us this morning from the Tron. Big Chiefs fan, Jim Finlay. Morning, Jim. And good morning, Brian. And wasn't it a great win on Saturday night? <laughs> you happen to be there by any chance? Because it was a record. No, I missed out on missed out on going. There was a group of us going to um, watch it down at the local Cosy Club, but uh, we got in there, and half of the guys had found tickets to the game. It was quite uncanny. <laughs> Oh yeah, great game, fantastic. So far, so yes. good. All righty, let's yes. look at uh, let's look at the markets firstly before we uh, look at a few other things, including your rant. Right, we'll do that. We'll run through the schedules very quickly, here, Brian. Um, there's really no movement in them at the moment. Um, they're sitting fairly steady. The 18 kg YX lamb is seven dollars and ten in the north, and six eighty five in the South Island. The 21 kg mutton is four dollars twenty in the north, and four dollars in the south. Our P2 steer, the 270 to 295 kg weight range, is 575 in the north and 522 in the south. The boner cow, the 160 to 195 kg boner, is 370 in the north and $3.20 in the south. And just a little note on that, Brian, the um, uh, the boner cows at the sale yards are sort of easing back quite a bit because there's quite a supply of them. There was a very high empty rate this last uh, mating, and uh, you know the empties we ended up about 17 percent. So there's a bit of a flood of boner cows coming through the yards at the present time. Right. But if we look at our bull, yeah, we look at our bull. Our 270 to 295 kg bull is five dollars fifty-five in the north and five dollars five in the south. Now, venison, the 60 kg stag, is eight eighty-five in the north and eight dollars eighty in the south, Brian. And on the the dairy front, uh, there's some interesting developments there. Open country dairies have offered a lower payout, haven't they? Yes, open country dairies um, pay out um, three times a year in full, and their payment uh, projection for this quarter or this third that they're in at the present time is down quite a bit, but their average for the season is still going to work out at around about that 8.30, 8.35. So um, while it looks a little bit bad for them, um, it's a bit of an indication to everybody as to where some of the markets are at the present time. And there's some interesting things going on out there in the dairy market. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And also the Climate Commission, you've got a little comment there in your newsletter, pulling back from the use of trees as a backstop. Yeah, I was very pleased to hear that uh, because it's just been uh, there's been some very very good farmland being sold to go mm. into trees for people to gain these carbon credit things, which, um, as far as I'm concerned, are no better than the uh, tulip trade of the 1630s. And uh, one day they'll tip over, but let's wait and see. But we don't want good farmland just planted planted in pine trees. Um, it's something that uh, is not needed. Uh, you know, they do have to get harvested, and yes, there's a process of them getting harvested. And and then replanting them and things. But, you know, we, we just don't need it. Our agricultural stuff to provide food is a lot more important, I believe. And in your newsletter this week, your weekly rant, well, no surprise, the government's rele- released their IRD uh, report during the week, and you've got some interesting comments there. Yeah, it uh, sort of picks up Michael Cullen's comments really a number of years ago of uh, um, about rich pricks. It almost sounds as though that uh, you know the Labour Party are back onto this and we're going to get you guys. But the comment that's come out uh, through the week from a lot of people is, is, you know, who are these people and where does it stop and start? Do you just um, tax everybody who's got a net worth of over a million, a hundred million dollars, or well, you can't really do that because. 
um, the others then feel disadvantaged and people start spreading assets around. So it's, it's something that I believe they're looking at a way to get a wealth tax, a capital gains tax, and even perhaps come back into some inheritance type of tax. And we need to be very, very concerned about it. And one of the comments I make in there, Brian, is about the capital gains tax. And um, I've always understood that capital gains is what happens over and above inflation. Otherwise, the government is just taxing inflation. And it's not fair to tax inflation. And it's something that a lot of people don't seem to understand and get there. If we have a capital gains tax, does it hit their Fonterra shares? Does it hit that old Rolls Royce that the family bought back in the wool boom and has been sitting in the back shed all these years? I don't know. It's a real run. Yeah, it, it definitely is indeed. It's going to be an interesting election year. Hey, Jim, nice to catch up, mate. We'll do it again next week. Probably thanks, Brian, and bye to the listeners.